DJ and PK, it is time right now for Hot Takes or Toast. The question of the day is brought to you by Zero Res, the only carpet cleaner for a smarter, lasting clean. Zero Res's patented processes use only water to clean, meaning no crunchy carpets and a spot-free carpet that is safe for the whole family. Schedule your carpet cleaning today by calling 801-288-9376, 801-288-9376, or booking online at zeroresaltlake.com, or if you're up north at zeroresdavisweber.com. Multiple questions, but the one that has gotten the most reaction, BYU is ranked number one in the Director's Cup. What does it mean to Cougar Nation? <laughs> and Alex says it means PK is running this account. <laughs> what does that mean? You love the Cougars, or you love the reaction that comes from talking about the Cougars. So you put this question up to satisfy your own needs. I don't know well, if that's that, what it means. I'm just throwing stuff against Dr. the wall. Dr. David my best. Yeah, here. that's exactly it. <laughs> it's a Rorschach test, man. <laughs> Somebody spilled some ink on a pad of paper. <laughs> well, clearly that means the wind they is out of the north. Email. They put out an email that said out of the fall, and I guess they put winter, but I don't know how you can put winter in there. It seems like basketball to be included in the winter, but I guess technically it does end in the spring because uh, it's uh, past March 21st. Uh, that they have the best of all the programs in the country, the entire athletic program. That truly is a comprehensive athletic program when you lead the country in the Director's Cup. And all I got to say is thank heaven for women. The women's soccer team to the NCAA title game and the women's volleyball team, the women's cross-country so team. Women's women cross-country team finished second in the championships. Yeah, yeah, and the men's cross-country team probably racked up some points, They were too. top ten. Yeah. But soccer, volleyball, and cross-country on the women's side. Crushing it, crushing it, and crushing and it. And Juddy's basketball team is doing really well. But do you get points for that already? Juddy's no, team that, no, will, that will not I'm just saying. That's later. like men's basketball. It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't score points yet, but the way that Juddy's team is going, they're going to. But they have a chance to finish number one when we get to the spring. That would be a significant accomplishment. I mean, Tom Homo is paid for football and basketball largely. But at the same time, you just don't blow off the other programs. I mean, that's not cool whatsoever. So you try to be the very best you can be in all those other sports that they got going on there. Swimming, diving, track, field, you name it. I mean, go down the list, right? And so from that standpoint, uh, that's something for him to be extremely excited about. And I was just wondering if you're a BYU fan, you know, what do you think about that? What level of pride do you have that you have this top to bottom, in some sense, great athletic program in some sports when you're getting to the national final in soccer. And I actually watched the uh, women's volleyball. Was it Purdue? Because it was on, I was on like a, when we got off our show. Yeah. Uh, the, 10 yeah. And I, and I've always been a huge volleyball guy. We don't give it a lot of run, but having my experience in California and actually covering it, covering women's volleyball, plenty of times over men's volleyball for that matter too. Uh, so I, I'm interested in it. I know that's nothing that we'd ever spend a segment on, obviously, because we've got to play the hits as Kevin Graham would always say. And so from that perspective, we're not doing that, but what does it mean for those folks? Is it just, well, I'm just a football and men's basketball and the other stuff is nice, but I don't really give a crap. I don't know. I, I can't answer that. I guess it's an individual decision that you make. It depends on, 
Well, mostly I think that is the answer because if it weren't mostly the answer, then the other sports would be drawing 60,000 like football and 15,000 uh, like basketball. So there is certainly less interest in those teams, but I think it depends on what sports you've been exposed to, what sports you've played, or people close to you have you played, because you get you hooked on that sport, and then it becomes easier to follow. And in this era, it's easier than ever because more of these games are on TV or they're streamed. So if it matters to you... Going back yeah, to your see, point, it doesn't have to matter to everybody else because you can get different. a stream. I think that's different in this case, though. It can you're be. A B, you're a BYU fan. If you wear a BYU shirt, that's representative pretty much of everything that BYU stands for. And it's certainly representative. We look at it uh, for athletics. I, I'll wear uh, ASU gear, and it represents my connection to the university. Not my connection to the football team, because I don't have a connection to the football team. <laughs> right? I didn't play on the football team. I don't know anybody on the football team. Back when, I did, but that's long gone, right? So I'll just wear it, or I have a license plate that says ASU. Well, that's because I went to the school. I graduated from the school. That, that, that's my school. It's not my football team. It's not my basketball team. Uh, really the one thing that I was most invested in was baseball. I literally had season tickets. They gave them to you. If you played high school ball, you could get in the games for free. Just show up and tell them that you were a high school baseball player. And I don't even remember if we used to have an ID. And when I was there, there was no Diamondbacks. So I went to a lot of ASU baseball games. So that was my, that was my overwhelming connection. I don't remember going to very many football games, but I would go, uh, you know, because it was much cheaper. Well, it's free. You can't get any cheaper than that, obviously. And me and my buddies would just go and Packard Stadium. They don't even have that anymore. They don't play there anymore, but we'd sit there and watch that. So when I wear my ASU gear, it's not, well, look at me. My football team is going to the Sun Bowl or whatever. It's, that's, not, not, that's not really it. But at the same time, it, it's representative of the university. So I don't even know that you have to be a fan of uh, whatever. I don't even know if they have. I know back East field hockey for the women is big. I don't think we have it out here, but it's about the whole university. So even if you're not interested or paying attention, you should still have a level of pride into these things. And certainly these ladies and men putting in just as much time as anybody else is. I mean, the time that they put in to be as good as they are, they just don't walk out on the field. They put in hours and hours. So you got to respect that. Even if you don't like the sport or don't care about the sport, you got to respect the commitment that those individuals put in to get to where they are. And quickly, this devolves into the rivalry, PK. All the things you say are true. Those are all good points. But Shane Post, can you imagine if the arrogant, mighty Utes would ever win this thing? They'd be way more insufferable than they already are. (laughs) (laughs) I always like to say the rivalry in all things, including the Director's Cup. Are Ute fans insufferable, though? A percentage of every fan base is insufferable. Okay, but that's not the issue. Then no. I mean, I think most of every fan base is not insufferable. Most people right. are not that invested in it. But the people who are invested in it, who choose to go out and make themselves heard, websites, comments, social media, the way they interact with people at work or in the neighborhood, they can be insufferable. I don't really view Ute fans. I'm trying to think. What would be examples of insufferability? 
I, I, I don't know that I can say that about them. What, what are they doing that makes them insufferable? We will leave that out there for Cougar fans and let them define that. And Ute fans, why do you find Cougar fans insufferable? Because I've, I think we all know Ute fans who complain about Cougar fans. And then insufferable becomes the word. And the truth is, well, it's not insufferable because you've suffered it for decades and you haven't exploded, so you're fine. Annoying might be a better word. Annoying? But that doesn't convey the intensity of the emotion that insufferable does. No, because when you look at it, what has their athletic program done recently to be insufferable? Not much. Football's solid and gymnastics, but where are we going after that? I would think that uh, it's listening to Ute fans talk about the Pac-12, putting the stickers on their car. Yeah, but that was years ago. Yeah, but it just, yeah, but you're not, PK, you and I didn't go to the bus stop and get annoyed. Yeah, but you're going to the Big 12. I'm talking, <laughs> Yuck. I'm talking about right now. Yuck just pointed at me like, no. bingo. Yuck, no, are you scarred no. by the bus stop no. in the fourth no. grade? <laughs> Recess in the fifth grade? Here's the thing. You guys know I grew up in the shadow of BYU and all that. Mountain View High School, Orem, Utah, baby. One of my best friends growing up in Orem was about as diehard a Utah fan as you will find. And this is back in the era where BYU was still beating them fairly regularly. And he was, so we... So, like, this is late 80s, early 90s? No, this is in the 90s. Like They weren't two, beating them fairly regularly in the 90s. Well, They were, at least every other year they yeah, were. Yeah, it was back and forth. And he was... A minority of minorities down there, and he just... The lone Ute fan. Really. Holding the color red and a sea of blue. But my absolute best friend all through my junior high years. Yeah, yeah but it's, that, that, they haven't done anything to be insufferable. They went to the Rose Bowl. I think Cougar fans found them insufferable in the... That one probably stung. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so, man, because they went in a year, you beat them. And let's face it. The Pac-12 was way down. Their own commissioner is acknowledging it, and we'll talk to him here in an hour and a half. Yep. So, no, I think they, there's respect for the program, particularly with the deaths of the players and what they've had to deal with with the young men and the, and the emotional upheaval and all that stuff. I think that definitely uh, cut across the rivalry and lightened uh, things up yeah. a lot. There's just a recognition that what they went through was just so horrible. Right. There's nothing going on in that program athletically that is – defines is wow they're just so dominant now they're very good the, the women's volleyball team went to the ncaa tournament and just to be able to get to the ncaa tournament it's a pretty good accomplishment so i'm not saying they're awful by any stretch uh, that's not the case and they've got some uh the barton girl that got married uh, uh but she's, she's a big time player could probably play in the olympics so that's really cool we'll see how that develops uh, but so we respect that program uh, i think gymnastics uh, if you're into it you're into it if you're not you, you just sort of ignore it and and good for them you know to, to, to be to be good at that uh, but I don't see where they're doing anything that puts them on the insufferable category and I actually think that uh, the, the Rose Bowl uh, maybe if they would have won but they didn't win but at the same time it was a heck of a game so if you're a sports fan you love the game the game was all sorts of fun fact you know and and covey now he's done he can't torture you anymore (laughs) 
So you, you feel a sense of relief that, that you don't have to worry about one of speaking of growing up in the shadow. He literally grew up in the shadow. Yaksa Mountain View was a few miles away. I was going to say, Britain's a whole lot closer than <laughs> Yeah, you would have only been yeah. in the early yeah. morning shadows. But you you can't be because the mountains, are they, they, they block it too much. So, <laughs> I mean, Tiffview is, you know, it's a nine iron away, and, and Co- Covey is a golfer. That's a heck of a nine iron. <laughs> yeah, well, but okay, if you're pull shooting, your driver, then <laughs> if you no, if you're going downhill, though. Yeah, from Tiffview to BYU, you get a little roll. roll. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, and then if you should hit, you know, if you hit on the road, you're getting like uh, a mile and a half of cart path. So. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Every stadium in the parking lot should have. You are now just a nine iron away. There should be like <laughs> be a, a sign on a post. <laughs> so Britton Covey can't torture you anymore, and he'll go down as the greatest play in Utah history. The kickoff return. It's the greatest play they've ever had. The greatest football play they've ever had. Can you imagine as he ran through the end zone at halftime against Oregon? If you had pulled the 50,000, 51, whatever, what is the number? It's like 440. It's 444. Is it 51, 444? If you pull all those people and like, how many people think that was the best return of Britain, Britain Covey's ever had? And how many think he'll have a better one? This is his last great return. Or he's actually, this was awesome and he's going to top it. He topped it. He topped it. I'm going to take that play and I'm going to remember it for the rest of my life. The two greatest plays, the greatest play in BYU athletic history was Ainge against Notre Dame. Oh, I thought you were going to go Harling. No. Back to Harling. No, Ainge was just, it's the best individual. NCAA tournament versus Notre Dame. The best individual college basketball play in the history of the sport was Ainge doing that. And Utah's best football play was Covey. Right there. Take that to the bank. It's inarguable. You want to talk about insufferable? When it comes to definitive statements that are correct, I'm insufferable. Well, Shane, Jeff, and Kevin got into one of those insufferable uh, conversations. Shane posted, Director's Cup, if it's not football, it's nothing. And Jeff posted, signed, the Conference of Champions. And then Kevin posted, thank you, Shane, for your worthless opinion. You're such a savage, Shane. Kevin, easy old man. I know you're an internet tough guy, but don't give yourself a heart attack. There's insufferable, <laughs> there's insufferable going back and forth right there. Those three uh, just got going and took it and ran. Uh, they're probably young. David Locke, radio voice of the Jazz, is coming up at 8.05. Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyovkov at 9.15. It's DJ and PK right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.